Girls Rules, Episode 6. Vivid Muse here. Welcome to Girls Rules. This episode was actually recorded the Saturday after Thanksgiving. Uh, Holidays fresh on our mind, so we are discussing our favorite, least favorite, traditions. And I had hoped to get this out earlier, but not sure if you follow me on Twitter or in my blog or anywhere else, but I've been having some, um, a ramp up of my migraine issues, so this is slowly getting out, much slower than I thought. I'd hope to have it out in November and doom on me, I failed. So hopefully this is something that you can still find useful. It was recorded in my living room with Paulette Jackson, Andrea, and M.A. and P.A. All three of these ladies have been on Girls Rules previously. Paulette Jackson is the author of The Empress Sword, a new book that will be published by Dragon Moon Press in time for Balticon of 2011. Andrea is a good friend of mine that has a blog over at New Vintage Wardrobe. And MA and PA is, of course, one of my hardcore girls. I'll have links to all of their fabulous projects in my show notes, as usual. So this was a discussion during a knitting session that we had, so you'll occasionally hear probably clicking or reference to what stitch is this, because I'm very, very new to it, and MA has been teaching me. Apparently I forgot everything between the last time I knitted and this time, so I'm just a total noob across the board. I will make a personal plea to not play this with children present, as there are some Christmas spoilers, a little bit of magic is discussed, and I want no part of spoilers on that end. I do apologize for the audio quality. Again, as last time, it wasn't the ideal audio setup. We recorded this in my living room. And in my living room, there's a sliding glass door that faces out onto a street. There's a lot of road noise with cars passing by, and I do apologize for that. Also, my girl Kaylee, my dog, occasionally makes her presence known. I did take out the worst of this, but sometimes in the back of of discussions, you'll hear her shake her collar or something along those lines. But she is a girl, so, you know, that's okay, right? Oh, one more thing. While we were talking, we were very casual, and we accidentally used our kids' real names. So when that happens, I'm actually dropping in some audio that I'm recording right now. Andrea's oldest goes by the moniker Monkey One. Her youngest goes by Monkey Two. My oldest goes by Naughty Bear. And my youngest goes by LT. My husband's son goes by Jay. And MANPA's son goes by Quicksilver Kid. So it's going to be abrupt. It's not going to be pretty. And I apologize, but we were very casual that day. Thanks for bearing with me on this bumpy, lumpy episode.
on this very special episode of Girls Rule. <laughs> <Yeah. clears throat> like, how do you stay sane? You know? Oh, I don't. I go um, absolutely in bonkers during the holidays. I ignore the holidays. I pretend they don't exist. Yeah, there you go. That's kind of what I'm doing this year. It's easier when the kids aren't here. I don't feel as much pressure. They're only here for the week before Christmas. I go to the I go to the band concert. I don't do anything. I go to the band concert. Go the holiday concert, which usually now is in January. Um, I go insane with the cookie baking, which I promised I was not doing this. But then I, then, you know, people like they remember my cookies. So they're like, oh, you're bringing cookies, right? And I'm like, I wasn't going to do cookies this year, but I guess I can. No, you can say no is a completely acceptable answer. And it's also a sentence. Yeah. Well, you don't have to say, no, I can't. I'm busy. You can just say, no, it's a sentence. I love that. I know. But since I heard that, I'm like. I need to tattoo this onto the inside of my eyelids so that I never forget it. See, the thing is, I enjoy baking the cookies, so I'm hoping that it will be a non-stressful experience. I just won't bake 86 dozen yeah. cookies. Yeah. I did that like, like two degrees. years ago. I baked 86,000 cookies. 86, 86,000. 86 <laughs> dozen. I was going to say, shenanigans. <laughs> right? I'm cable in this row, so if I don't get everything right, it's a, oh, carrot. It's a cable okay. row. I put a carrot in her food okay. dish. <laughs> I don't see like our school doesn't do a holiday concert anymore wait till <sighs> no i mean it is a it really didn't kick off for my guys no no naughty bear no no high school it's we don't have a holiday concert because that leaves out mm-hmm. those of our children who don't celebrate december mm-hmm. holidays yes yeah because you know our school is a very international school yeah you know one we have yeah, our PTA letter is printed in six different languages. Mm. You know, printed in Korean and Chinese oh, wow. and Hindi, as well as, you know, Spanish. Yeah. And, you know, so. That's really international. Yeah. yeah. All right. So laugh at me later. Stockinet. Tell me what I'm doing. Okay. Stockinet. One knit row of knits, one row of pearls. Okay. This is the first year in nine years that I did not put my Christmas tree up. I went shopping yesterday. Actually, we went shopping at 2 p.m. yesterday, and we left the house at 1, and we didn't hit the store until 1.32, and it was not that bad. We found everything we wanted to get, and now all I have to do is I have to take the kids shopping for the husband. So does He's every- like, are we going to do that today? Because I want to do that. I'm like, no. We're coming down here. <laughs> so you, but does everybody, well, you put up, I remember. Well, I haven't done. Yeah, I, I put up a tree every year. My biggest problem since I don't, you know, have kids. Yeah. Is actually, you know, sometimes I forget that it is the Christmas season until it's like, you know, Christmas Eve. Yep. And then I'm, I'm struggling to do that. So, you know, I love Christmas. I love all the trappings. I love putting it up and everything. Sometimes I just forget. Yeah. So for me, it's it's like you know trying to make lists and things. Again, I ne- usually don't get into it until the day after Thanksgiving. This weekend was a little bit too busy, so, and yeah. also my house is full of junk. Because uh, you're so doing I'm a having, whole bunch of stuff. Because I'm doing a whole bunch of stuff, so I don't really have room for it. But sometime in the next week or two, I'll be going and getting everything out of the storage unit and getting it all set up. Yeah. And um, I have a little more incentive now because I now have people that come over. Yeah. During the holiday season, but when it was just me or just me and my mom, it was really sometimes a struggle just to get into the spirit and yeah. get everything done. Because but you, if I didn't, then come Christmas, I'd be very, you know, very, very 
depressed about it. Yeah. Like, I missed Christmas. Oh, see, this year we're going to my in-laws for Christmas. Oh, right. You guys and will be in Florida. I tend to not decorate at all the year we go to my in-laws. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The kids are protesting. Mm. But I honestly feel, A, there's no point in decorating if we're not going to be here. Mm-hmm. And B, I kind of feel like having all of the decorations up but not on yeah. would indicate... You're not home. Burglars yeah. that were not, not home. home. Yeah. What about like a little mini, like three you foot tree, that. like somewhere maybe down in the basement where they I, play and stuff, with just no lights one. or anything like that. Maybe just throw that down there and say, "Here, here's a tree for you guys." Well, and another alternative is a timer. You can put stuff on a, timer, on a timer. Yeah. Which I have done because when I when I lived out of town, when I lived in Syracuse. I would set everything up in Syracuse so I could have that, but then I'd always come back down to the Maryland area, you know, to have Christmas with the family. So the same situation is while I was while I was down here, the Christmas stuff was sitting in the window up there, turned off. So I bought a simple timer uh, and put it on there. And, and they sell for like six bucks. Yeah. And to be honest, I use a timer every year. We're here. We're not here. I like coming home. When I would work and I wouldn't get home until after dark, I'd like to come home and just see all the lights on. It made me happy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love them. But I totally. What? You see the puppies? Did the puppies go back by again? Do you want to go play with these these animals? They'll be afraid if you go barreling at them. (laughs) Part of my issue, though, is I think I'm getting so disillusioned. Really? Because. On the commercial aspect or what? Yeah. Well, and I think a lot of it has to do with being a parent Mm -hmm. and realizing that Christmas is for children. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. And before we had kids, I used to decorate, you know, it it looked like a Christmas store threw up in my house. Okay. (laughs) But it's kind of like every every year that we've had children and every year that the children grow up, I want want less and less of it. Really? And I'm not sure why. Hmm. I think it's just kind of, I don't know kind of gotten to the point where I don't ever want to decorate again. They don't help me put it up. They don't help me take it down. They don't appreciate it. They don't, they don't care. Well then uh, they don't care. I know Tom doesn't care. Yeah. You know, Tom doesn't Tree in the basement, a little tree in the basement and the kids totally decorate Mm -hmm. it and the kids totally put it away or it's the only year they get it. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is I have to say. That's what I would, because if they're asking for it. Well, do they like it when it's up? Or do they not even notice it? My boy, now he will decorate. Actually, he's been he's been doing most of the decorating work. And actually, he was taking, he took all the ornaments off the tree. And then I put them back in their boxes. Because I am anal to the nth degree about making sure all the ornaments go in the proper box. And that they're wrapped up perfectly. Well, because most of my, this is going to be the first year that I've not done homemade ornaments. Yeah. For the past nine years, I have always added to my tree with homemade ornaments. So we have all homemade ornaments and Hallmark geeky ornaments on our tree. So, Did Christmas change for you guys when your kids figured out that there was no Santa? No. Christmas, Santa still visits. Until my children say, I do not believe in Santa, Mm -hmm. Santa comes every year that they're here. Okay, see that maybe Santa that's... comes for me because I still believe in Santa. Yes. Well, that's the thing is the, the, the and I have are... never been disappointed. There has always been something in my maybe stomach. that's the difference is that every year since Monkey One figured out there was no Christmas, no Santa Claus, 
he has been less and less interested in it. And then this See, is I the first monkey too has figured out that there's no Santa and mm-hmm. he's kind of not really all that into it. Either. Well, you know what it may be for us is when he realized and we've never physically said it, but it's been we don't make a big deal. Santa never brought the good gifts. Good gifts were always from mommy. That's my personal rule. Um, but now that we have my nieces, my nieces are, um, now they believe and he's helping perpetuate the myth for them. And so it may be that That. he wouldn't care, but it's more really Christmas for us is more about being together that day and hanging out and doing stuff together. That's when we will definitely, if we get the video games, we'll play the video games together and everything. Uh, see Christmas for us. Is about running from house to house to oh, house. See. Oh, you've yeah. got to no. stop that. It sounds like you really should. I should. I think you should. Because even the, the Christmases that were home, yeah. we do Christmas at home. Mm-hmm. Then we do brunch with my dad and dinner with my mom. It's an hour to my sister's house. An hour to from my sister's house to my mom's house. And then about a half an hour from my mother's house back home to my house we what we'll what we do is i typically have christmas breakfast in which the family is invited to if they want to come for breakfast i will have enough food nobody's come in the past couple of years um and then we usually go to my mom's for dinner and then we're there for dinner and then we come back and we do our thing we were talking earlier about getting the house set up i didn't think that the kids cared because we put the tree up together you know, well, Chooch will Chooch and I will put the tree up because we use an artificial one. Yeah. And we'll arrange the branches and let them fall out. And then the next day we'll put the lights on. And then that'll be a couple of days before we actually trim the tree. And that's something we do together. I mean, I, we're, I'll, I'll have the tree up, but we won't have decorations on it until the kids get here on the 17th. Mm-hmm. Then we will hang the decorations together. Mm-hmm. I didn't think they cared about that. But last year, you know, Naughty Bear was living close by. And I was like, we're not putting decorations on until LT got here and we hung Christmas ornaments and they were so into it. Hmm. Oh, I remember this ornament. This was from this. No, that was from that. So they weren't looking at it as a chore like they used to, which was they'd hang their favorite ornaments and then, okay, are we, come on, hurry, come on, come on. It was like, they really enjoyed it for the first time. And so we, I mean, we, I make them help. And I make them help to a certain extent on on putting the decorations away, but I'm really picky. Yeah, you know, I like to look at them and make sure if they if anything needs tightening or if anything needs polishing or anything like that, then I can do it. Mm-hmm. So I don't really care about taking the tree down, but they all help and contribute. And if I take the ornaments off, then they're packing it up downstairs or something like that. Yeah. And I make it so that they know that it's it's integral. Their participation is needed, and mm-hmm. it's a family tradition. We play Christmas music. I will make hot chocolate and we'll have cookies, mm-hmm. you know, make it very just disgustingly saccharine Norman Rockwell. Cause that's what my parents always did. That's what, I mean, that's the same Every thing year. with me. Now the Christmas music has gone away since Dan's joined the family because he's not a big fan of it. Oh, have him look around for some Christmas music he likes. He will oh. be surprised. No, you know what he likes? He likes the saw Christmas music. Have you heard that? Oh. It's like a singing saw Christmas music oh. and it's like, Oh, jeez. 
and it wakes me want to scratch my eyes out. Well, then he, then maybe he can find some that he doesn't mind as much. Yeah, well, that's the thing is that, but it's fine that we do that. And actually, the boys bring up the decorations so that I don't have to. We dug them out of the basement yesterday, and hopefully everything will go up tomorrow because our tree, while it's artificial, it doesn't the the limbs go. Yeah. yeah, they come out immediately, so we can decorate. But I'm hoping that I won't have to put the lights up because I hate putting the lights up. I put my tree down in the basement, fully up, with the lights on, and oh I just goodness. put like a big cover over it so it doesn't get dusty. Oh my goodness! Well, um, <laughs> when I worked in the home building business, mm, they actually funny. had a Christmas tree closet where you could just roll your Christmas tree right in with all oh. the lights on and have them. And I was like, ooh. I like that idea. Christmas tree closet. So what what do you do about her? Does she bother it? She didn't pay any attention to it last year. I had all the ornaments higher Mm -hmm. and we had peppermint. We had the peppermint candy canes (laughs) on there. Again, very high. She really paid no attention to it. I didn't put uh, any presents under the tree until like, you know, right before she cared not. See, now we, we did have three years where we had no tree at all uh-huh. because of the puppies. Oh, okay. And it, and it was, but I put everything else up. Mm-hmm. You know, all the tchotchkes and the mm-hmm. ribbons and yeah. stuff. Yeah. And, you know, the kids were fine with that because they knew there was a reason. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, like Santa just brought all the presents to the dining room table. Yeah. Oh, okay. There, there were some present eating, but oh. mostly it was a tail issue. Oh, yeah. Mm. When I had a big dog. That was, that was, a, the, the, the tail was dangerous and we had some heirloom ornaments on there. Ours just goes right there so, in that corner, yeah. which well, I'm th- considering moving it to the dining room, but I just really enjoy sitting. In the oh, I enjoy table. sitting there. That's one of my favorite things is to sit there with the tree on mm-hmm. and everything. Mm-hmm. And then, well, the one good thing this year is that I don't have to make a stocking. I make those felt stockings you mm-hmm. see in the store. I do those and I've started doing that since we added people to the family. Um... Yes, yes, we know you're not getting attention. We know. <laughs> that lady like you don't hear that at your house cuz she's like in doggy heaven, but uh, uh, uh. she gets very neglected here. So. If she's not being pet constantly, you hear what she does. Oh, see now Fergus isn't being pet. He'll try to climb in uh, my lap. Yeah. <laughs> that is her talking back. That is her teenage talking back that right there, the flopping <laughs> of the of the dog tags in the ears. That's, funny. that's her. <laughs> That's how she rolls her eyes. So funny. See, and you can tell that that's not a dog, a, a talky kind of dog, because you, you've seen. Have you seen Fiona talk back? No, I've seen her give you the look, like the look she was giving you for food. <laughs> Woman, I'm being patient with these dogs. Feed me. But yeah, she. <laughs> that may, is exactly the look <laughs> in canine. She may be an, a grand old lady by now, but she, oh my gosh, she. We have conversations. She. She talks. I don't, I'm not one of these that puts it up the day, the Christmas ornaments the day after Thanksgiving. We just kind of get to it the first weekend or two in December. And, you know, we put up the nativity scene and we hang the the stuff. And I also don't have like a day that we have to bring everything down. And like this year, like I said, you know, we'll hang everything. I've blocked off the day in the Gmail calendar. So we'll see. (laughs) The Sunday before the boys get here. 
from their dads is Chooch and I get everything ready for that. You know, get the tree up, get the stuff hung that we don't need them for so that when they get here, we can hang the ornaments and it's Christmas time. Do you put the baby Jesus in the crib on Christmas Eve? No, he goes no, in there as I soon as I set that. it up. That was, I, it, <laughs> it never even occurred to me. That was just what we did. My mother had a nativity scene that my grandmother painted and we just set up the nativity scene. I have an Alaska nativity scene. Never so. occurred to me that baby Jesus didn't belong in there. Yeah, I don't, we don't do that Chris, till Christmas Eve. The Christmas chastkies, though, I always forget something. The the bell snowflake that was on our door from last Christmas is still on our door. Oh, my gosh. I never took it off. <laughs> I My wreath from last year stayed up past Valentine's Day because once I got to Valentine's Day, someone said to me, well, you know, all the ribbons are red. Oh, enablers. It, it can work for Valentine's Day. <laughs> That's great. So, well, we put the tree up early, and we take it down right after the kid's birthday. At, in January. Uh, in early January. Mm -hmm. Because I figure if I spent all that time and all that money to decorate that tree, and I spent all those hours on those handmade ornaments, yeah. it's staying up for at least one month of the year. I just think, <laughs> I gotta say, I get kind of, it's kind of sad looking. Because, you know, it's one thing when you first put the tree up and there's nothing under it. Yes. But then you've got this slow build of stuff filling under the tree, mm -hmm. and then it's just all gone. Oh, no, 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 no. We, uh, we like, keep the boxes and stuff until, the boxes and stuff stay oh, under wow. the tree until after we... We, oh. we take it down. That's so interesting. Yeah. Well, we oh we always took ours down on January sixth, mm -hmm. and I think part of that has to do with yeah you know, my regardless my, of what day it falls on January sixth, like whatever week is a holy day. And part of that is the you know my mother is an Italian Catholic, and you know she went to boarding school in Rome, and the and January sixth in the Catholic calendar is um, Feast of the Epiphany. Oh, okay. And then in the Greek Orthodox calendar, the old calendar, January 6th, is December 25th in the old calendar. Oh. So the old Orthodox churches that's, that haven't converted to the, what is that, the Gregorian? Gregorian, yes. Calendar, they celebrate Christmas on January 6th. Wow. So we would always go over to my great uncle's houses and celebrate Greek East, Greek Christmas on January 6th, and then we'd come home and take down the tree. I didn't know, you know, we've got this kind of conundrum, like the year that we, we um, went to California for Christmas, do we put the tree up and, um, you know... I didn't know what we were going to do. And honestly, I don't remember what we did that year. That was the first Christmas after my mom passed away. And it was like, I don't want to be anywhere where my mom's not, where she's supposed to be. So first thing that came was Easter. We went to Hershey Park and we stayed the night there and woke up Christmas Easter morning there. Thanksgiving, we went to Chucha's sister's house in Illinois and had Thanksgiving there. Christmas, we went to California. I cannot, I'd have to ask him if we put a tree up that year. But um, since then, we have not had a Christmas day where the boys weren't here. So I don't know what we're going to do on a year when I don't see them until like they, they were either going to come the week before Christmas or the week after because it's my ex's year to have them Christmas Day. And it's kind of like, well, you know, are we going to put up a tree if they're not here until the week after? Christmas will be over. Do we really want it for just the two of us and, and all that kind of stuff? It's always kind of like a little... You know, 
what do we do kind of a moment. And so I hadn't even made a decision when we got to it this year. And it was like, okay, well, we'll have them before. They're flying back to their dad's house Christmas Eve. But since we're celebrating Christmas Day, Christmas with them two days earlier, the family's yeah. coming over. We're going to do the whole party, so we're putting it up. But, you know, I wanted to ask you, mm -hmm. you're Buddhist. Is yes. there any kind of seasonal celebration at all or any like no any um, event or anything like that no uh, like andrea was saying it's like there are you know in asian cultures there really is no equivalent to the western harvest festival mm -hmm. which is what migrated into christmas. Uh, being christmas yeah. christmas was chosen to be there you know basically to replace the pagan harvest festival right. there is no harvest festival in in asia so you know um and really within the Buddhist, you know, philosophy, which is not really a religion per se, mm -hmm. there, there really aren't any holidays. It's like every day is supposed to be a holiday. Like oh, okay. every day is supposed to be the Sabbath. So, you know, there just really isn't that. There are, you know, depending on the individual culture, within the culture of, say, Japan, uh, New Year's right. is a huge festival. Mm -hmm. Similar in, in China, uh, although some of the southeastern uh, Southeast Asian countries don't celebrate new year's quite so much okay and of course china does celebrate new year's big time but they do it on the chinese calendar which means it comes at a different time so yeah the the answer is no not really mm -hmm. and of course the thing is is that while i i, I, I consider myself buddhist in fact i you know I, when it comes to christmas time and things like that i celebrate with the family yeah so i go with the the, the predominant religion of the family which is methodist Mm -hmm. And, you know, I enjoy going to um, Christmas Eve services with my mom and mm -hmm. things like that. It's very enjoyable. It's, it's very family oriented, yeah. you know, the whole, at least if it's, if it's done the way I feel it should be done, mm -hmm. Christmas time is, is time of family. It's time of getting together with your family, of being with your family, whether that family is the one you were born into or the one you choose. Uh, one of the later newest traditions is that some of my new friends who are pagan, I have them over for uh, Samhain on uh, the solstice. Cool. And it becomes our Christmas, mm -hmm. our time to exchange gifts and to do little things. And, you know, the whole idea of having a, uh, a winter festival to celebrate the end, end of one year and the beginning of another one is very, very old. Mm -hmm. Does she need to go out? You go outside? I'm sorry. Keep talking, because I'm learning. My brain's growing. Oh, okay. But yeah, American uh, Buddhists have a problem in that we don't really have any of the other cultural overlays. Like we don't have the Japanese festivals, we don't have the Chinese festivals yeah. or anything else. We don't. The festivals we have are like Christmas. They come from other religions. They don't necessarily relate to our own philosophy or whatever. But you know, uh, what else am I going to do? Yeah. It's not working. <laughs> I'm still trying to figure it out. This I just, part's really pretty. Is that yeah. the seed stitch that's you guys seed, were talking that's about? That's the seed stitch. Mm -hmm. Knit, pearl, and then pearl knit over top. Well, of it's, it's, this is what happens when you stock a knit oddly. In okay. other words... Gotcha. In other words, this would be... In other if words, you did this it comes naturally. If you did, well, I'm sorry. I, I said that wrong. <laughs> not stock knit. If you did this differently, this would be single rib. Okay. There would be a raised rib and a, and a single trough. Okay. But if you if you knit the pearls and pearls the knits, you get seed. Okay. If you if you do it alternately, you get ribs. Who does Christmas cards? I do. Not anymore. 
I've never done them. But I'm considering <laughs> not doing them in the future. Yeah. Uh, it's, just, it's getting more expensive, of course, every year. Mm-hmm. And I'm getting less and less people returning them. Yeah. Uh, so I go to a lot of trouble to do them. I also usually do like a Christmas letter. Mm-hmm. And it's just, I don't know. It's like I keep a spreadsheet of, you know, who I send to and the addresses and the zip codes and everything else. So that I can use mail merge to create, you know, print the envelopes. But I also keep track of who sends back. Yeah. And it's like I'm getting fewer and fewer check marks every year. Yeah. I found my, I, like, two months ago, I found the Christmas cards from two years ago that I thought I mailed. Oops. Oh, dear. So I'm all set this year. (laughs) I just got to check to see who's moved. And if I wrote notes in any of them, because I didn't seal them even. I didn't even seal them. So now I can take the family pictures we took this year, tuck in a little copy for the family members that get them, and send them off. (laughs) This will be the best year ever, and we'll see if I... That'll be the question for January, is did I actually mail them out? But I mean, I never Check did back later. I never, yes. I never did Christmas cards until I married into my ex's family, and she very considerately, his mother very considerately gave me an address book with all their side of the family members' addresses put in. Oh wow! Oh, wow. So I had a nice big long list of people to send. I you know for for a long time I worked retail, uh-huh. and I love retail, and as soon as my kids are out of the house, I would probably go back to work retail. Yeah. And I just never had time for cards. Yeah. I have had people yell and complain, but I, sorry, I've never done it and I'm not going to start. I just, I ran out of money. I would run out of money <laughs> yeah. to do them. Yeah. That's why I buy them after Christmas and save them for next year. And then I forget about them. And then I find, you know, many years. And it's like, "Ah!" no, I find them. And then I'm like, oh, I find them in June. And then I put them away. And then I don't find them. And I'll find them in January. And I'll be like, oh, look, Christmas cards that I should have sent out. Oh, no. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. I guess it was a big traditional family thing because my family does not live near each other. The whole family is very spread out across the country. And because of that, it was like the one time of the year when everybody would write to each other. And you would mm. literally sometimes find out who died and, you know, who got wow. married and who had babies. And that was the only time of the year you'd find that stuff out. So it was a big communication thing. Of course, I'm talking about the, you know, the Stone Age before Internet. Yeah. Before, before Facebook. Be, before my entire family kept track through Facebook. Yeah. Um, Talk about doom. So even now, it's it's more like, you know, my mom was telling me she was just writing her Christmas letter. And, you know, and she's still going to send it out and everything, but it's like everything that's in it, she had put on Facebook already. Yeah. So she was kind of going back through Facebook and reviewing it to figure out what she was going to put in the letter. So that aspect of it has kind of gone away. You know what would be cute, though, was instead of doing like that, like, what were your favorite internet links? You know, like, what's your yeah. favorite law cats? And put those in there. <laughs> That'd be cute. Dan but, yeah, did that that's... when he was working at the at the print shop. They did this fancy holiday calendar with these pretty snow scenes and everything for the whole... And he switched it up to make it law cats. <laughs> <laughs> we still have it up. It's from 2009. We still have it up in the house. It was awesome. 
see. All right. Meals. What's the traditional Christmas dinner? And you have like three. You've got breakfast, brunch, well, and dinner, right? I, the the big one, okay, the, the main Christmas meal is um, every year my mother and her sister, my mother is an identical twin, my mother and her sister. Yeah. You could have had twins. <laughs> you could have four kids right now. Or you would have stopped it. You would have stopped it too. You would have stopped it. We don't joke like that. No. No. But every year, um, my mother and her sister do the cover menu for the December issue of Bon Appetit. Wow. Oh, wow. So it changes every year. Whatever they do on the cover yeah. is what they do. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So there have been some real interesting dinners then, huh? It's always been, it's, it's, it's always, it's always really that good. That is a really cool tradition. It's always really good. It's always, it's always really rich. And, yeah. and, and to be honest, we, we've never had a dinner where, the family has agreed it was worth the effort. Oh wow! Oh. Yeah. I mean, it's good. Yeah, but it's for so just much not. Yeah, it's just not that. It's not worth that. The, the labor. level of effort. Yeah. yeah. Wow, I was probably seven or eight years old when. Okay, and I know this because it was sometime before the fourth grade when we were still living in the older house when my mom said, "Hey, it's Christmas for me too." I'm not spending the whole day in the kitchen. Bacon cheeseburgers. And we all rejoiced. So we have had bacon cheeseburgers 37, 34 years of my life. Not exactly, because, you know, we've spent them elsewhere. But even to the point where, and it's a big family thing. We all get together. We make the bacon cheeseburgers, chips, and, you know, it's just like a barbecue. It's just like a cookout. It's all easy stuff. That's fantastic. Yes. Great. And ours was the most popular house on the block on Christmas Day. <laughs> oh, we're having ham at home. Do you want a burger? Yes, please. <laughs> you want bacon? Oh, yes, please. What kind of cheese? <gasps> There's more than one kind. <laughs> you know. Uh, ours was the house. Too. It was yeah. a burger bar. Yeah. Yeah. And <sighs> to the point where we kept up the tradition, obviously. It's such a cool tradition. This mom kept it going. And the year that we were in California, what? Um. Can I do that? Can I do that? Yeah. Well, because, you know, with, with all of the various eating issues, yes. burgers is the one thing we can agree on. Yeah. Because, you know. Monkey one. I love the veggie burgers. Mm -hmm. And what meat eating male doesn't like a burger? So exactly. they would look. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Maybe she won't New try Christmas tradition. this year. <laughs> well, we, it's not my house, it's so I'm house, not doing yeah. it. But the you next time like we're Christmas, Christmas at home, mm -hmm. yeah, we're having cheeseburger. Christmas. <laughs> I'll tell you what: if you start this as a tradition, you might have everybody coming over to your place instead of you having to run all over the place. You tell them there's yeah. gonna be burgers here. Big Good. old Kaiser. Now that's the we're the tradition burgers. is big old Kaiser rolls, ridiculously oversized. Fantastically huge, carborific Kaiser rolls. And, of course, I don't eat pork anymore, so I have the bacon salt, which, if you sprinkle it on the burger, tastes just like, I don't care, it tastes just like bacon. I had We did a test. We sprinkled it on the burger, 
And then the next time Chooch mixed it into the meat, it tastes better just sprinkled on rather than worked into the meat. Is it a meat derivative or is it? It's vegan. No, it's completely vegan. But it's a lot of chemicals to make it taste like bacon. Well, of course it's all chemicals. Yeah. But if you're only going to have it once a year. Yeah. And that's, I've only had it maybe three times since I got the bottle last year. Yeah. Oh. And, and there's different kinds. There's mesquite. Yeah. And there's all sorts of, there's like I just like the regular. Bacon but salt. yeah, they even make baconese now. The same company makes a bacon, bacon salt mayonnaise. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not even going to look at the at the nutritional label. It's one of those things, if you ask, have to ask how much it yeah, costs, yeah. you just can't afford it. It's that kind of a label. You but, have um, to ask what's in it. Yeah, J&D Bacon Salt. They have a website. I Since I ordered from them, because I couldn't find it in stores, now I can find it in stores. Um, I'm on their monthly mailing list for recipes and stuff. <laughs> yeah. But um, but when we were in California, we were at my um, my husband's sister's house, and her husband is... A fantastic I won't even call him a cook he's like a chef he is amazing so for Christmas dinner he made this big this prime rib this huge chunk of gorgeous whatever and um, this just huge spread and after dinner we went out and we saw a movie and then we went to I don't know Jack in the Box Roy Rogers one of those chains out there <laughs> and I had a bacon cheeseburger I wasn't even eating pork at that point but it was the tradition Okay, I'm not eating pork anymore, but I'm still going to have a bacon cheeseburger. And thank God for bacon salt. Because <laughs> I tried turkey bacon the next year, and that just ain't bacon. Oh, and the soy bacon is disgusting. I haven't even tried it. It, that, it looks like something you'd squeeze through a Play-Doh shape. You know what I mean? Like those kids' Play-Doh Play restaurant yeah. things? Yeah, I can't do that. So bacon salt. We had a tradition that we really wanted it to become every year. Mm -hmm. And it, so I guess you can't call it a tradition. I want it to be a tradition. Yeah. Like two years in a row, I made um, cinnamon buns. Okay. And I would make the dough Christmas Eve. Mm -hmm. And then Christmas morning, like as soon as I woke up, it would go in the oven. Mm -hmm. And then so when the kids were finished opening their presents, the the buns would be ready to eat. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the house would smell like, <laughs> but yeah, it just, I, that's a tough one. Yeah. Cause you have to be motivated to do it Christmas Eve. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And when you've got a hundred other things that you're already motivated to do. But, um, the family tradition that we had for Christmas morning, my whole life, well, we've got the three traditional Christmas desserts, the trifecta, they must be made or else <laughs> the family will kill me. One of them is the cherry cheesecake, which was my godmother's recipe, um, who I have no recollection of, but I love her so much. <laughs> and then my grandma's chewy knolls, which is actually like a Hawaiian bar cookie. It's normally made with macadamias, but we've always made it with walnuts. It's kind of like a brown sugar brownie kind of a thing. Mm -hmm. And then um, applesauce cake, which I would liken it to fruit cake, but this tastes good. And I don't like the way fruit cake tastes. It's um, an applesauce base and... It's got, you know, it's cooked in a slow oven. It's got the candied cherries and raisins and walnuts, which I now have to leave out so that she will eat it. And um, butter and flour and sugar and stuff. And um, breakfast for us Christmas morning was always applesauce cake. You know, mom would make it and we would just have slices of that until we got around to firing up the grill for the bacon <laughs> cheeseburgers. And then nobody here, none of my guys here like it. They don't oh. like the applesauce cake. Yeah. So I'm like, well, I, 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 what do you, 
do on Christmas morning? I don't. I, Mom made the cinnamon rolls once or twice. I'm like, I, I don't want to work that hard. <laughs> so now the tradition for the last three or four years now has been wake up, open presents. I'm nibbling on applesauce cake because it's tradition. Then after the you know the reckoning has occurred, everything's opened and cleaned up, and you know stuff is kind of organized. Then Chooch and LT go in the kitchen and make omelets for everybody. Aww. Mm. Which I gotta say, I'm kind of loving this new tradition that's evolved. It's pretty cool. I don't have to cook. Yeah. <laughs> I try to make Christmas breakfast, and I try to do some sort of thing that, like, I can prepare the night before right. and then stick it in the oven, yeah. and it's baked and sweet. Yeah. And uh, um, one time I made stuffed French toast, mm -hmm. and I just put the French toast in there, and mm -hmm. one time I did a brunch bread pudding, um, one time I did this egg dish. I need... I'm trying to find an eggnog French toast oven casserole recipe. I have yet to find one I like. So if any of y'all have one. Well, I mean, you could, I, I have a French toast. I didn't mean to interrupt you. But I, I have a French toast casserole this. and you could just use eggnog. Okay. Um, it's just as if you could share it with me at some point. Oh, just email yeah. to me. Oh, I'd like to know. I'd, I'd like that too. Okay. And I'm, since I already interrupted you once, I'm going to interrupt you okay. twice. Um, Is that enough? Yeah. Knit two together. Covered? Okay. Okay. And then knit until there's two left, and then talk to me. Okay. <laughs> now, do you remember how to knit two? So I'm going in through two yes. instead of one. Yes. Just okay. knit two. Okay. We're doing decreases until it's done. We're decreasing, ladies. We're decreasing. <laughs> okay, right. now, you know, you just do one. Just do one. Just one like that. One knit together, and then do the rest. Oh, cheeky. Yeah. Okay, no, I was doing all of them. This oh, no, 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 no. This was going to be a... Yeah, it would have been a decreased <laughs> mofo. No, what we're doing is we're doing it each row like you'll have to do for your for your thing. So, but it's normally what we do is we open our, we get up and you have to wait for everybody to wake up. Yes. And <laughs> my kid, my parents hate me because. Quicksilver kid. Sleeps in every Christmas Eve. Mm, every Christmas morning. He doesn't get up till like seven o'clock. There was one morning, eight o'clock. My mom called and I'm like, yeah. She goes, are you ready for us to come over for breakfast? I'm like, he's not up yet. And she went, yeah, because my brother and it's I, 5.30, yeah. you know. Oh, well. But with, no, that's a tradition. Everybody wakes up, then we do our stockings, then we have breakfast, then presents. Okay, big controversy. Wait. Oh, that, that's Wait. a controversy. Okay. Yeah. Wait. Food, then presents. That's food, stockings, then, then food, then presents? Yes. Oh, hell no. I'm not waiting that long to see what's <laughs> under the tree for me. Okay. You Forget it. Here, here's uh -uh. here's the big controversy. Uh-huh. Okay. I know the question. Everybody runs at the presents? Oh, no, or no, no, one no. person gets them and hands them hands out? Them out. Ooh, hands them out. No. That wasn't yes. even the one no. I was thinking of. It must, be, it must be utter chaos with paper <laughs> flying. Oh, no. Let me save the paper. Okay. No, no. Utter chaos. Everyone runs to the pile. So how about you, Paula? What what do you and your mom usually do if she's? Oh. I, I assume she's always here at Christmas time. Yeah, uh, yeah. She, she always stays. Florida. She always stays uh, at least through Christmas. Well, the important thing to understand is that um, when when I was since since I was growing up since I was a very small, very little person on Christmas. Oh, we Paula. My my mom has absolutely no patience. <laughs> We have home movies of me being dragged out of my bedroom <laughs> before dawn 
made to march up the stairs to the guest room so they could make, take movies of me walking down the stairs in my jammies. <laughs> and after the movies were taken over, Mom would start opening presents... And then once the presents were all open, I'd go back to bed. That's This has evolved into the tradition, we open presents on Christmas Eve. Oh. Ah. See, that's what I thought you were going to ask, because a lot of people will open one gift oh. at midnight on Christmas Eve, and everything else has to wait. My we open one gift on Christmas Eve. That would be like asking no, we open... my mother to eat one chocolate chip. Oh, cookie. see, no, we, we open okay. one present on Christmas Eve, and it's pajamas for everybody, so that you look nice Christmas morning. Oh. And so, and, well, this well, it was funny, because last year, Dan that's got, I, Dan I, got I say a, Xbox 360 for Christmas, and I got him Xbox 360 pajamas. <laughs> and and we lost track of Halo boxers. He's like, why is there all this Xbox 360 stuff? Why is there all this Halo stuff? And I'm like, okay. And I let him open that because I didn't want him to feel like he was being slighted. Yeah. Change the. And then the thing red ring stitches on Christmas morning. I did figure out how to do it. Yes. I got to figure out how to manage all this in the back. Thank you for taking the fear out of the stock in that seed. Oh, the seed. Yeah, the seed. Like, okay. Oh, no, no, no. You've got two oh, left. Oh, wait. I got. I, okay. Hey, M.A., yep. I've got two left. Okay. Okay. They are about I'm going to show you this one. Over two. Okay. You go, you pass, you go like this one. Okay. Mm hmm. And then you go what? knit way. Okay. What the hell? And then you go through these two. What are you smoking? <laughs> and then you wrap it around. Are you teaching her slip slip knit? Yeah. Why would I do that? Because it makes no 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 no. I will show you the next one. Show me on the next one. It is a decrease, but it slants the other way. So that what you'll do is you're going to have a triangle at the end. See how that decreased, and see how that one decreased. You're going to have a triangle. Okay. It's going to be cool. It'll be part of the triforce. Triforce. Woo. Okay. So you're so you don't do a Christmas Eve present then? When I was growing up, we did. Okay. Because we would go to. So I'm going to knit two together here. Oh, no, no, no. Just keep going. Purl all the way across. Because you already did something on that. Something yeah, that I don't understand. Purl all the way across. Okay. And then we're going to decrease on the we're going to decrease on the knit rows. We would go to Midnight Mass. Mm -hmm. And then when we got home from Midnight Mass, we would open one and then go to bed. Never were we allowed to open on Christmas Eve. My father oh, yeah. was like, were we. we don't do that. And that's <laughs> why we have... That's why we have pajamas on Christmas Eve. That's, well, that's well, see, cool. our, I mean, our thinking was if we went to midnight mass, we would get home at three o'clock in the morning. Mm -hmm. Three o'clock in the morning, that's Christmas Day. Oh, oh that's good point. okay. We went to midnight mass, we came home, went to bed, and we'll go presents the next morning. We yeah. had yeah. 11 o'clock twilight service because we didn't have mass because we're Presbyterian. Yeah. It would finish at 12. We'd be home by 1230. I liked it because I was usually so freaking tired that I would actually sleep. Uh, yeah. And, um, but we would not open anything until Christmas morning. But I did, I did, um, pajamas and yeah. I started, and I, I kept think that, that's that awesome. And I think that's great. I just that's have to cool go find idea. some good pajamas soon before they all get sold yeah. out. Yeah, because I was going to buy Christmas pajamas for all the guys last year. And finally. Well, see, I don't get... Target has wonderful geeky pajamas, mm -hmm. and that's what I have to go searching for. And now Dan needs much smaller ones because he's lost so much weight this year. Yay he's for Dan. Awesome. Yay for Dan. So what about traditions that have gone by the wayside, whether because you've given them up or you can't do them anymore? For example, I ha we had a tradition 
that after dinner on the local PBS station, they would play um, the Nutcracker. Oh. And we would watch the Nutcracker, and it was the old one. It was with Mikhail Baryshnikov. Ooh. And so we would watch. We would watch the Nutcracker, and then as soon as the Nutcracker was over, we would go to church. If that was our indication that it was time to go to church. Hmm. Well, nobody plays the Nutcracker anymore. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. That's a shame. Well, it's almost like can you get a can you find a videotape or a DVD of it? And put that in instead. Yeah, I don't. Because I mean, so. that was what we used to watch. We used to always watch a Christmas movie while we were decorating the tree. And my favorite is Miracle Thirty Fourth Street. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I love Miracle Thirty Fourth Street Tourist because it was right Lincoln. after Thanks. You know, it was Thanksgiving Day Parade. So you know, it fit yeah. with our thing. Um, but we always used to play Christmas music at my parents' house when we were decorating the tree. Ray Conniff. And the singers. And actually, I loaded up my phone with Christmas music today, and damned if I didn't put Ray Connor mm -hmm. on that. I'll never forget when we when, when CDs came out, we found the Ray Conniff CD. I found it at the store. I bought two, and I gave one to my dad. I'm like, Daddy, look! <laughs> and I still, whenever I hear that, I know every song from that album by heart, music cues, and everything. And if it comes on the radio, which it does, because we have stations that play Christmas music starting, in the, starting after mm -hmm. <laughs> Halloween... It never fails. That Merry Merry Christmas to you, Raycon of Singers. Gotta love it. I can tell you a tradition that started recent, relatively recently in our family that we still do because I think it's a cool one to do with little kids. Um, it was before LT was born, but Naughty Bear was a couple years old. Some time ago, <laughs> <laughs> my mother started doing this thing where she would write Santa letters to the kids. And in the letter, Santa would assign them a special elf. And, you know, so Santa would be saying, your special elf that has been looking out for you this year is, you know, Howard or whatever. And she would come up with some funny <laughs> name and, um, and say, and, and Howard tells me that you've been doing really good in math this year, and I'm very proud of you. So, so she would take very Aww. personal information of the kids. I'm getting goosebumps. <sighs> My mom rocks. Aww. So she would take something, a couple of things that happened during the year, very personalized to them. And to them, it was like, well, Santa would know that. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mommy and daddy and grandma and grandpa and your aunts and uncles and santa <laughs> you know it was so cute and in the envelope so there would be this and she would put this really pretty background watermark or whatever and she would use the one of the cursive scripts and write santa as if he had signed it so on christmas eve at some point santa would have the santa letter the letters sent out to all the kids and inside the envelope was a bag, a little Ziploc, like the snack size Ziploc bags mm -hmm. now, is what Santa Santa's uh, favorite delivery system is. Oh, <clears throat> there we go. Um, with reindeer food, magic reindeer food. I love magic so reindeer food. It's a little food. Ziploc bag with oatmeal mm -hmm. mixed with glitter. Uh -huh. It flew. So that's the last thing is after we set out, the, of course, the tray of cookies for Santa. Oh, yeah, we still do that. We have a special. And a glass of wine. Because Santa likes wine. We put yeah. up, <laughs> Santa likes hot chocolate. Wine and cookies. Santa likes hot chocolate. Our Santa, Santa likes wine. Or chocolate milk. Or eggnog. Actually, there's a lot of eggnog lately. You can see my husband's influence. Why? But mm -hmm. so it's... Occasionally, we would put out cheese and crackers. 
uh-huh. because you know Santa's kind of heavy, and maybe <laughs> maybe he has diabetes and doesn't need cookies. Diabetes. <laughs> that's what I mean. That's what one of my kids Uh-oh, said. I did it again. I did it. All How again. funny okay, is that? Just, oh, you. Did I it. did it all the way to the end. That's what I'm saying. Oh, for this, the yeah, yeah. And I was supposed to leave. No, two no, no. On you weren't right? not supposed to leave two on. Now do knit, to, knit together. Okay. Right here. Oh, okay. Two left. All right. I don't understand what we're doing, but okay. <laughs> this makes no sense to me. But yeah, so we would get the kids all settled in, put out the tray of cookies. They would do the reindeer food, and then they would go right to bed. Reindeer food's awesome. Although, and now you asked about traditions that we're not doing anymore. One that we did every year that I can remember, who knows if it was every year or not, when I was a kid was on Christmas Eve, we would drive around and look at Christmas lights. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. We do that Which usually really on the do. way home yeah. from something one night because we have crazy family, crazy group of people up about five blocks away from us that do a whole candy cane lane. And they put oh, candy canes up in front of every goodness. house. And it looks beautiful, but it looks utterly insane. Then we had one family that last year when Phillies won, or two years ago when Phillies won, covered the whole front of his house in lights and had a big Philly symbol on it. <laughs> cool. I am, Tom is just not into the lights, and he doesn't, he doesn't quite get the whole idea of driving around to look at lights when i was growing up everybody had lights on their house but it wasn't the huge competition that it seems to be these days yeah but i have to say for a few years uh when i was living in baltimore we would always go up to um hampton i think it's 36th street it's an entire block where all the families get together and they just decorate not just individual houses but the entire street they string lights across the street from rooftop to rooftop. Wow. And they do, they just, I mean, it is just a blaze. It's really, really great. Do you ever go to the lighting of the boats? Uh, no, not for a long time. A long, long time ago I did. My sister and her family do that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they live right on the Severn River. Yeah. So I, guess... I go to, about every other year or so, I go to first night. And it's kind of similar in, in a sense, same kind of idea, but that's post Christmas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we never had any in my family. We never had any Santa Claus related um, um, traditions because at a very very early age, I told my parents I did not want that stinky old man coming in my house. <laughs> Stranger danger. Apparently, they had taken me to, you know, a Santa somewhere who had had the same problem as the original Santa in the Miracle on 34th Street. Ah. And uh, it got to be Christmas Eve, and they were talking about Santa coming and bringing me presents, and I was just hysterically screaming. And and so they had to tell me, and this I think I was all of five years old. They had told me there was no Santa. Just so you would sleep. Just make me stop crying, oh, wow. so I could go to sleep. Bummer. So, so from that point on, and then of course, you know, I was I was told not to mention this to any any yeah. relative, neighbor, anybody. Big secret. Big secret. You're so you get to know. You're in the know. Yeah, I'm in the know. Yeah. So you know, and of course, you know, I I figured it out at that point. It was like it was like he's gonna have to break into the house because. We don't have a chimney. That big scary man's going to break down our door. We have an oil furnace. He'd burn up. <laughs> so, 
you know, uh, so we never really had things that were surrounding Santa. So okay. most of our traditions but were were more around food mm-hmm. and, and decorations than they were around anything else. Yeah, we were talking about Christmas cards before. I I remember that when I was growing up, it was we would we would always put them up on the railings of the stairs leading up to the up to the second floor. Mm-hmm. And it was not uncommon for us to completely cover that. Wow. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I, I would imagine that back in, this is back in the 60s, that we probably easily got two, three hundred Christmas cards. Sheesh. Wow. And sent okay. out just as many. Um, you know, and this? I have just as, I, you know, I have just the same family and nearly as many friends and I'm, I'm lucky if I get 20. Okay. Yeah. Anymore. I yeah I think people just aren't doing them. Anymore. I just don't think it is. I think as as connected as everybody is on the internet, I just don't think it's as as important anymore okay. as a way of keeping in touch with people. So wrap it in. Now the other thing that we used to do that I miss is we used to drive out to a Christmas tree farm and cut down our own tree. Mm. Now that's something that my my ex's parents still do. Yeah. So I don't every year. I don't think Tom would be up for that. No. It's a lot of work. Oh it, 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 it requires a manly man who wants to wants to chop things sound. down. I like my fake am, tree. Yeah, I'm fine with my fake I tree. I like my fake tree. Well, I think part of the reason why we did it is, again, for my, my mom's twin. My mom's twin mm-hmm. lives in Orlando. Oh. So we would go when she came up. Mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes it would be the, you know, the only time she saw snow. Yeah. So she really wanted to experience the northern mm. winter and the northern Christmas experience. We stopped getting, we stopped getting natural Christmas trees when I was about, I think about nine. Because that year, for one reason or another, I don't know exactly how it came about, but I remember we, we, we discovered that the tree was a bit dry. <laughs> When we when we took out all the presents and they were completely covered in needles, yeah, mm-hmm. out from under the bottom of the tree, Sprite. And so by that afternoon, my dad had decided that it was it was already time to take down the Christmas tree. Mm. So it was Christmas afternoon. We stripped everything off stripped the tree, the <laughs> stripped everything off the tree. He took it out of the backyard, and he lit one match, uh. and threw it at the tree, and it made this noise. <laughs> Oh my god. Yep. And it was instantly a blade. We went out the next day, the day after Christmas, and bought our first artificial tree. <laughs> oh my god. And we never had another live tree again. I had two live trees when I in you know, after I moved out. And I found out, you know, I'm happy with I'm happy with the artificial. Yeah. <clears throat> my brother had allergies, cedar allergies, mm-hmm. whatever allergies. So we always had an artificial artificial tree. And for years, um, we did my ex and I did real trees and I just I there's so much work. I love the smell. So what I generally do See, is... See, I like the smell. I, I like, like the, the smell. smell. Um, I love it. But what I usually do is I'll go out um, and buy uh, pine boughs. You know, yes. The garland or whatever. And, and put those that. around the room. Mm-hmm. And so it makes the room the smell. smell like a Christmas tree. Yeah. Without having all the mess of the Christmas tree. It's yeah. much easier to clean up a few bunches of, yeah. pi- you know, of pine boughs than it does... To do the whole tree. Yeah. That's very nice. I like that. So, yeah. yeah. It'll, it'll work out. I just need to figure out how to manage the thread better because it was getting all twisted. Yeah. Thing, so. 
I'll play with it. I'll get it. When we talk about survival tips for the holidays, of course, a big aspect of that is shopping. <laughs> so when does everybody start their shopping and how extensive is it? Or July. <laughs> <laughs> so do you do you have a list in July or do you just start picking up things? That I you pick, pick up things like? as I get ideas. Yeah, I so pick them I. up when they yeah. when I have available cash. Tell you what, what I, where I found a lot of my pickup stuff this year has been Woot. Yeah, Woot. Something will come on Woot and it'll connect and I'll say, "Ooh, that would be perfect for," and then that, but. Uh, my 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 control mechanism now is is Amazon. Yeah, I buy almost anything on Amazon unless it is really horrendously overpriced, and I try not to do any local shopping at all. Well, for one thing, Maryland raised their their um, sales tax oh. by a percentage rate, so that kind of makes it a little more expensive to shop locally. I hate to yeah. say it, but you know uh, it's a competitive thing. It's a, how much of my money are you going to get? And Amazon's been getting a whole lot more of it year after year. Yeah. How about you? Well, the reality is that we are still recovering from when Tom was laid off. Right. My children each get one present each. Really? Yeah. Hmm. That's, that's how it has to be. And if that's what they're used to, it doesn't feel like a... Mm -mm. Mm -hmm. They've gotten used to it. Yeah. They're, because they have grandparents plus extra grandparents. Yeah. And on my husband's side, they are the only grandchildren. Oh. So they do well. They do well. They make out with bandits. And with, with both in-laws, we do Secret Santas. So, and Tom and I don't buy presents for each other. Um, I buy a total of six presents. Wow. Wow. Now for me, we buy for the kids. We set about a budget for the kids, how much each of them will get. And then we figure out what they want the most and we shop accordingly. But for the last, since I got sick, really, and then lean times before that, instead of um, buying gifts for people like my sister and my brother and that, I would just give them a tray of goodies you know mm -hmm. nobody else does the baking like i do at christmas time i bake all the stuff my mom used to so they love they, they are happy if they don't get anything else to get the tray the nostalgia tray is really what it is and then chooch and i will alternate like this year our christmas gift to each other were the new phones mm -hmm. that one's already you know done and then there will be something for him from santa and something for me from santa but it will be something very very small and a token gift more than anything else a traditional gift as in the gift is a tradition rather than anything else. I used to start really early with the shopping, but the older my kids have gotten, the less easy it is to plan in advance yes. because it yeah. changes. Well, and that's now the all they want is cash. Yeah. Well, right, right now, it's buying for Dan. Just when I see something that I know I want to get him for Christmas, if I see it on Amazon used, you know, if it's DVDs and stuff like right. that, I grab it when it's used. And then if I get an idea, then I'm going to, you know, get on it like, the year Matthew got his Wii, I bought his Wii in July. <laughs> and it sat in a box for six months. Yeah. So. Well, the other factor for us is that Tom's birthday is right after Christmas. Right. Oh, Matthew. And he would rather have birthday presents than Christmas presents. Because yeah. when he was growing up, everyone always forgot his birthday. Yeah. Mm -hmm. My brother-in-law's birthday is December 26th. Oh, yeah, my, yeah, my sister-in-law's is, is the 27th. 
Hmm. So and I always get her a Christmas and a birthday gift card. You know, I give her something that's specifically for her birthday. Are there any traditions, and I, we may have already covered this, we kind of may have already covered this, but are there any traditions that, because you said, are there any that you don't do anymore, but are there any that you've kind of modified for your own kind of situation? Like I still do the applesauce cake, even though I'm really the only one that eats it, and then they do the the omelets. Is there anything that like you liked that your parents did or your grandparents did that you liked, but that doesn't quite work, so you've tinkered with it? No. no modifications? No, I don't It's think either so. in or it's out. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah, I can't think of anything that we've modified. I don't know. There, there's so many things that that have changed because simply of the, of the time factor. Mm-hmm. When I grew up in the 60s, there simply are things that just don't exist anymore. Yeah. And that you can't do anymore. We didn't have a lot of traditions that were, were like that. I've come up with some traditions of my own. One is... is um, the movie, the Christmas, uh, a Christmas story. Oh yeah, <laughs> I love that. And it's and, you know, if I if I don't see that sometime within twenty four hours of Christmas Day, I just feel like it, it, it's you know I just don't I just don't have as enjoyable Christmas. And it's it's interesting because you know it's about a Christmas that predated my own. Like I grew up in the sixties. This was about Christmas in in the in the forties. Right. And. You know, but still, it's 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 about those basic, you know, childhood uh, emotions around Christmas. And yeah. The anticipation of it, and and you know, finagling to try and get the present you always wanted, and things like that. You know, uh, TBS or TNT mm-hmm. oh. runs the marathon, yeah. and at my mother's house, it's just on continuously in the background <laughs> on Christmas Day. That's awesome. So for you, it's still Christmas Story is your favorite Christmas movie? It's, it's really, well, yeah, I would say it is. And you said Miracle on 34th Street? I like Miracle on 34th Street, though. It changes sometimes. I like a good Christmas movie. Yeah. And I always am on the search for a good Christmas movie. I don't like Christmas movies. I, I loved A Christmas Story for years, but my favorite for the last, since it came out, is Elf. Yeah. Oh, okay. I can't yeah, watch sure. that enough times. I love that movie. We can quote whole scenes from it. <laughs> I hate it. We would go on car rides, and the kids, when we had the DVD player in the other car that we had, they would have Elf year-round. They'd be playing. Oh, goodness. So you just don't like Christmas movies? I, well, I mean, with that one in particular, I hate Will Ferrell. So. He's an acquired. Well, I like him in that movie. Yeah, I like I him in a couple of movies. Most say, of I don't movies like that I movie as much, and it mostly is around because of Will Ferrell. It was too will too Will Ferrell. I just <laughs> too Will Ferrelly. Yeah, I yeah I I don't like sentimental movies. Mm. So it's to me Christmas movies tend to be schmaltzy. Yeah, they do by and, definition, especially yeah. the ones that you know were made before the seventies and everything. I think that's why I like the Christmas Story so much, is that it has a certain small level of schmaltz, but. It's mixed in with with an awful lot of uh, you know cynical humor and yeah. and you know just looking you know looking back at what Christmas was from an adult view, I like that. Did you ever go back and read the book that it came from? Oh yeah, it was like a chapter in the book. I mean, I yeah. I could say a Christmas story is one I don't mind having on. Twenty. <laughs> I would never. I would never seek it out to watch mm-hmm. so there's no christmas movie that you would seek out no 
I like the I, you know, Christmas Carol. Oh, I saw that the other day. I love I there, that. How much I like that. That one's a good one. Scrooge is good too. There's been yeah, Santa Scrooge, Bloody Scrooge Santa. There have been. I Damn. back when I liked the slasher Did you see movies. Bad Santa? No, I would never. I would <laughs> never choose to see that. Yeah, it, I, I saw I part of it. It was I, on cable. I don't. I don't like Christmas. Silent movies. Night, Deadly Night. Silent Night, Deadly Night. Yeah, back when I was liked slasher movies. I don't like Christmas movies. When you were a kid, was there anything that you did annually that you made? Like, was there like some kids paint things? Like my kids, what we did, um, not every year. I was a bad parent on that end. I intended to do it every year where we would get those little plaster of Paris um, ornaments from Michael's for like Mm -hmm. 99 cents. And I would have them paint them and then write their names on the back and give them out as Christmas presents to their grandparents. And the first year I did it, Naughty Bear was seven months old. And I literally dipped his fingers in the paint, you know? Mm -hmm. And so that was the first year. And so they've done it probably six times each. Did you have anything like that? No, honestly, in the sixties, they didn't really have that. Mm -hmm. Uh, That really, I think first time I remember ever seeing any of that was like, you know, there was like, Hallmark ornaments for yeah. individual years was in the mid seventies, mm-hmm. so by that time I was I was out on my own. Yeah, and I, I just don't remember anything like that. Any being kind of around. Christmas crafting though? Not really. My mom would do some crafting sometimes to make ornaments or decorations around the house, but mm-hmm. I didn't really join in with her on that too much. We did a lot of baking. We spent a lot of time doing Christmas baking. Mm-hmm. We made candy uh by hand we made we made lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of cookies mm-hmm. and um spent a lot of time together doing that it was very much involved in the christmas time we never made candy any mm-hmm. other time of the year yeah you know and and we would do that within a few couple of weeks after thanksgiving and then we no alternative if there was a christmas movie on it was whatever one of the major networks decided to show but yeah, I don't, you know, I didn't, we didn't really have any from year to year. We, we actually experimented a lot with different kind of things to do at Christmas. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was just, you know, it was, I was an only child, so it wasn't like we, were, we had multiple children to, to, um, to do. So as I was growing up, we were kind of trying different things. My mom was a potter. Mm. So we, not only did she make a lot of ornaments and tchotchkes but every year she would bring us into her studio Oh because wow. her studio was in uh you know you could rent time at the rec center to use their kiln and she would bring us into her studio and we would make ceramic ornaments with our oh, our names that is so cool and she we would use the same cookie cutters that we would do for our christmas cookies we would make the the Mm. You know, we'd help her roll out the clay and we'd use our our household cookie cutters. <laughs> I, I, they wouldn't do that today, but, you know, we would use it so it would be the same, the same, the ornaments would be the same as the cookies. That's cool. Mm-hmm. That's neat. And we it had is. our names on them. That's pretty neat. Do you do anything with the boys? They don't seem to have the patience to do anything. That's why I started mine very young. <laughs> and stopped years ago. They wouldn't do it now at a I see, gun I, point. I don't like to do crafting now, so I, I don't. Yeah, one year we did we did flower, the flower paste ornaments, flower dough ornaments that mm-hmm. you bake. We did those with Quicksilver Kid. One year, and that was okay. And the one year I did the applesauce cinnamon ornaments, those turned out pretty nice. I don't know what what's that. 
you take applesauce and cinnamon and glue and you make a goop, you make a ball and you roll them out like cookies and they look like gingerbread cookies and you put white paint oh. on them and they look like gingerbread cookies. Oh. And they smell like cinnamon? And they smell like cinnamon for a couple Ooh. of years. That would be pretty Now that I've had them around for about eight of them, they don't smell anymore. But now he found one. He cleaned out behind our little cupboard and he found one. He's like, look what I found. I'm like, oh boy. Oh, wow. So... But yeah, I tried to make different ornaments every year. One year I did painted the little painted plaster of Paris things. One year I did plastic canvas stuff. Yeah. One year I knit little Harry Potter sweaters for everybody and everybody had their little Oh, that was cute. awesome. Um, and then one year I did beads and so. I used to make, uh, I've done a lot of cross stitch in my years. Very little did I keep for myself. But I used to make the little cross stitch, counted cross stitch pillows mm -hmm. with like an ornament on them and mm -hmm. sewn and mm -hmm. uh, what's it called? Frilled at the edges or mm -hmm. whatever. Yeah. And um, gave those out. That Those were in the lean years too. Anymore, I just don't take the time to do them. I think that's what it is. Is I did all that stuff in the lean years to give as presents. Now that I don't have to give presents, I don't want, um, I don't want to make them. Yeah. Because I don't have to. Yeah. I've decided I needed, I need to make more stuff for my house because I made so much and just gave it away. And some of it's come back. I've gotten some of the pieces like the Cardinal was I made for Christmas for my mom one year and mm. stuff like that. But on the other hand, are you putting pressure on yourself to make for yourself? Because part of the whole staying sane through the holidays, some of that has to has to be accompanied by lower expectations. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So even though you're not giving them to other people, are you putting pressure on yourself to make for yourself? I have this pattern for this counted cross-stitch thing I bought when Mark was maybe a year or two old. And it has... Actually, I have two. The Angels. <laughs> One of those really ornate, really intricate mm. cross-stitch, a million cabillion stitches that is just gorgeous. And then another one is a Santa. And I haven't finished either of them. So no, I don't think I put a lot of pressure on myself to finish for me because I don't have anything finished for me. So a lot of this stuff of me saying, no, I don't do this. and No, I don't do that is paring down. So I don't go yeah. crazy. And it's just what we're putting a real effort into this year. It's not going crazy. <laughs> so any other traditions or must-have foods or desserts or treats or anything like that at Christmas time or even no, Thanksgiving no. or New Year's? We used to always make sure, well, it used to be my grandmother would always make fruitcake. You said earlier you didn't like fruitcake, mm -hmm. but in my family, my grandmother had a wonderful recipe. I never understood why people laughed at fruitcake. Because most fruitcake is nasty. Because most fruitcake is yeah. nasty. In my family, it was awesome. And uh, I think really only my, my Aunt Barbara still makes it. Mm. But, um, you know, so we always had, had fruitcake, but that's kind of gone by the wayside because it's expensive to it, make a yeah. good fruitcake now. Is yours soaked in liquor? No. Was a teetotaling good, you know, backwoods Baptist cake. It was just very, very <laughs> moist. It had a very good cake base to it. It was very moist, and it was it was it was almost solid fruit and um, and you know fruit and nuts, and it was just really wonderful. And I never understood why. My most of the time it's like a brick. Yeah. My mother makes her mother's, or it may be her grandmother's, 
and everybody loves it and everybody asks for it. But all of the children have all said it was gross and it's because it sits in brandy for Ooh, a couple yeah. of weeks. Oh my God. And I think all of the adults got <laughs> wasted <Yeah>. eating it. <laughs> and we all thought it was gross because it tasted like brandy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that could be, yeah. Sounds about right. Oh. So is there any like have to dessert? You have to have it or have to food or anything like that that you associate with Christmas? No. Christmas in our house has always been where you try the new thing. Hmm. So like the dinner was always the Bon Appetit, the dessert, because I'm the baker in, in the family, the dessert always has to be something big, something impressive, something that no one's ever had before. Triple. <laughs> that would not fly in my house <laughs> we're talking um, bon appetit here yeah. Okay. yeah um i mean thanksgiving is the one Show that has bubble? the traditions but christmas is is the holiday where you bring it and you bring it to impress wow hmm. i'll that stick with my bacon cheeseburgers and cheesecake yeah. <laughs> which interestingly enough i don't know when it started it may have been after my mom passed away that the cheesecakes became more than just Christmas. Cause we used to just have the cheesecakes Christmas only almost my entire life. I have baked more cheesecakes in the last three years than I baked in my entire life before because all the grandkids ask for it. And I, I really think it may be a comfort thing missing, missing their grandma. No, no. It's last awesome. year you brought us one for Thanksgiving mm -hmm. and you left it. Mm -hmm. And I brought what was left over to Sunday dinner. And so maybe it's part cheesecake, part nostalgia, maybe. Well, I mean, it's a it's a really good cheesecake. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. I love my godmother, whoever the hell she is, wherever she is. But yeah, what about you, Emma? Um, well, the one thing I always make is my the cookies that my grandfather kind of invented. They're a chocolate chip cookie with meringue on top, with a brown sugar meringue on top. And they're very good. And actually, what he did, they were my dad's favorite cookies, and he took a jelly roll pan and he engraved on the back the recipe for them, which included funky things for a chicken egg, you know, the, you know, the, you know, ovum of a chicken and, you know, and, you know, English coffee dope, which is brown sugar. And so, and so whenever wow. I passed on that recipe, I give them what's on the back of the cookie oh sheet. Oh my gosh. Um, but actually I know the recipe practically by heart. Um, chocolate chip cookies with a it's chocolate chip sugar meringue. It's pan cookies, mm -hmm. and it's chocolate chip. And basically, what you do is you take the dough and then you press the chocolate chips into it, so it's oh, not mixed okay. evenly. So it's like a layer of chocolate, uh, and then you spread the meringue over, and then you bake them. Mm. And they're very rich, and I've never tasted anything like them. I think and so we I might always, need you to bring those. To I'll bring them. I've done them before. They're my bring it. that, and then I've I've got, well, for me for baking, it's always been you know what the stuff that I like. And, yeah. But that that's the special cookie that we'll make at many times during the years. So I pulled that thing out for bake sales and stuff, and done I'm, great. I can't. I just I can't imagine. I'm really fascinated by the thought mm -hmm. of it. It's, mm -hmm. I've not heard of anything like that. The store's still open. We could get there. We should. Yeah. Yeah. I don't mind putting you to work at seven four five. I'm not even driving all day, but whatever. <laughs> So um, we used to, one tradition that we've lost is they used to do fried oysters. And then when my mom joined the family and couldn't have oysters, they added clams. 
And then after I wouldn't eat clams, they added fried flounder. <laughs> so. so, and the the um, seafood on New Year or Christmas Eve is rooted in the Catholic Church, and that um, traditionally Christmas Eve is a fast day, and for the Catholic Church, that means no meat. So, lots of strict Catholics do. Mm-hmm. Seafood on the parents, Christmas Eve. We're Presbyterian, so who knows where we come Apparently my <laughs> parents weren't strict Catholics because they never mm. knew that Christmas Eve was a fast night. But It's interesting when, because um, we, we never thought about having fish associated with Christmas, but then when my mom remarried after my dad died, uh, you know, uh, that part of my family came from, uh, for the longest time back, was in the Chesapeake Bay region and specifically over on the eastern shore. They have a lot of seafood in their Christmas. Um, mm. My stepfather was—he made a an oyster uh, stuffing for the turkey. I've heard of oyster stuffing. Oh, and we were having that talk. Oh, it, it sounds Lisa? gross, but I mean, it is uh, gross. Everybody loved it. <laughs> my mom loved it, I, but I was already a vegetarian by then. Yeah, but, um, yeah. Uh, so, and there was there was other things I remember that were. Seafood related. Uh, he would well, also sometimes make crab cakes and things. Isn't there the dinner of the seven fishes? That's something that I know that my friend does on Christmas Eve. Is the dinner of the seven fishes? I've heard the dance is dance of the seven veils, but I don't think it's the same thing. <laughs> no, it doesn't that probably not. <laughs> that sounds familiar, yeah. but I mean, it may be rooted in the same. I think my uncle tradition. did that. Now, my my uncle, who is now deceased. And his wife would always do the crazy stuff for Christmas. They did seven fish courses one year. And they gave me the fried calamari. And I didn't know what it was. Um, and then the one year, my mother's family, my mother's sister has a pig, has a farm, dairy farm. They also raise pigs. So we brought home a suckling pig. And they did the suckling pig. for That, was, that freaked me out too. So, um, but yeah, they always did something interesting for Thanksgiving. <laughs> Over the years, we had various different things. We had um, we had something called sea foam, which was made with cornflakes and caramel. Mm. You made your own caramel syrup, mixed it with cornflakes, put them out like lumps, but they would caramel and it would crystallize, and then it would be like cornflakes covered in candy. Yes. And they were mm-hmm. awesome. They were wonderful. And we made them for a few years. Sure. The problem is we had this recipe that made like eight pounds oh my God. of these things, which was like about 400 cookies. They'd be everywhere, all over the house. And we tried to like cut the recipe in half and it didn't turn out right. Oh, that's weird. It was, was something exact. with the cooking of the sugar or something. We just didn't know enough of the chemistry. The chemistry. We needed Alton Brown. But anyway, we that never were able to cut the recipe and we had a hard time giving them all away. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just, I don't have a whole lot of memories of Christmas. Mm. But one of the things that I, I, uh, I do miss, and I, I can't find the recipe anywhere. I can't find any place that sells them. But my Girl Scout and Brownie Troops would make cream mints. <gasps> you know, for us to give to our parents. Mm-hmm. And I, my aunt made those. They 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 mm-hmm. kind of looked almost like Hershey Kisses. Mm-hmm. And but they were 
like meringues, like little meringues. No, 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 no they no. were soft almost. Like ganache almost. No. I know exactly. Marshmallow compared to a marshmallow. No, no, no. It... Circus peanuts, those orange nasty things. No. No, no, no. no. I know exactly what you're talking about. Boobs? My boobs. Tickly <laughs> bits. And you could, and you could, you could mold them like you chocolate. You could mold them. like chocolate, but they were creamy and smooth. And My we, we knew would, how to make them and we would put them. different Damn. colors in them. And they would be like p- pastel. And mm. we would put the peppermint oil in them. Mm-hmm. I, but, I, and it's maybe because I don't know the right name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I've never, found a recipe the closest i mean ask your mom i i found one recipe that looked like it might be close but they came out hard see now they were almost like a white chocolate that might almost be a humidity issue though Mm -hmm. no 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 no, no, no. i know exactly they were they were soft they weren't supposed to be kids wedding and they weren't supposed to be hard and I ate them, but but you can mold them. You can stick them yeah. in the little chocolate molds. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have to ask because I I wanted those on my table and she <laughs> for my I, wedding. I can't believe I you know what they them. are. And I wanted them on my table for my wedding. My mom doesn't know how to make them, but my aunt did, and my aunt died this year. Oh my gosh! Maybe I, she she probably has a recipe book. Honey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, anymore. everything it, is is gone now from their house. I I've even well, tried to find like a Betty Crocker cookbook from. Like the seventies and the eighties, and it's it's. I... All right, so that yeah, that's my contribution. And then you can, and then if you want... <laughs> now we have a mystery. Pe- a cliffhanger. Peanut butter. Pepper- we'll Pepper- figure out the recipe. <laughs> I, I'm, I might have to experiment. <laughs> <laughs> to the laboratory. We need to have had this conversation earlier. We could have run across to the store and. Yeah. <laughs> I have peppermint extract. See, now I'm thinking that maybe it's the peppermint oil. Oh, okay. Because extract has the alcohol flavor, mm-hmm. and the peppermint oil is what they use in candy making. Oh, okay. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Yay! It's another girl's role. Thanks for having me. (laughs) Do you want to take any of these uh, desserts home? Anybody in your family? You know you want a little tiny bag of Please don't leave them here. I'll I'll take a little bag of Thanks for listening to Girls' Rules. You can find information, comment on episodes, and subscribe to the podcast at girlsrules.org. You can contact me by email at girlsrulespodcast at gmail.com or leave a voicemail at 717-347-8537. This podcast is released under a Creative Commons, non-commercial, no derivatives, 3.0 license. You are free to make copies and share this podcast to your heart's content just not modify or make money from it. Theme music is provided by Emma's Many, found on magnatune.com.
Okay. There we go. <laughs> I have the start of it. Yay! That looks cool. So what are you, are you making a hat? I am making a beret. I need one. I think I need to, that's going to be my next project. Oh, I wanted to make a, oops, and that noise was Kaylee knocking over the H4. <laughs> Hi, Kaylee, how are you? The, the, the next sound you hear will be Viv coming running. And ah, there we go. See? There it was. <laughs> Don't you talk back. <laughs> she knocked it over again. It's that tail of hers. That bustle. That bustle. Hello. Hello. No, it's, it's not the tail. It's it's the butt. It's, it's the whole it's butt the is bustle, so just yeah. going right in there. The <laughs> Thanks for listening.